0: in a world full of film and TV news.
1: This just in. Breaking news for you now. We've got to interrupt you here. We have some breaking news To Breaking News. We'll do another
0: story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the
1: Hello and welcome to the Weekly Cut Podcast, where we bring you the latest news in TV and film, as well as break it down. What is your drink, Connor?
0: It's an Old Mount Cider.
1: What is it? Old Mount Cider. It, is it uh, alcohol? Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. What, what's brought that on? When a Log-
0: refreshment. Logged out work. Logged yeah. I saw
1: it, I thought, if that's apple juice with ice... I respect it, but I was going to take the piss a little bit. Yeah, that
0: is loser town. Fair
1: enough. He's (laughs) gone for a cider on a Wednesday evening. I should have brought a beer. Uh, Anyway, if you you just heard his voice, that's Connor T. How are we? Yeah,
0: good. And it's Monday
1: evening. Is it? Why did I just say it's Wednesday evening? I don't know, mate. I don't know. I'm thinking about a work thing. and Anyway, forget that. (laughs) That's Connor. I'm Brad. I'm your host. That's your co-host. Hello. Uh, This is the Weekly Cut podcast. Like I said, follow us on Twitter at Weekly Cut and follow us on TikTok because why the hell not? Mm. Uh, Here's what made the cut for you this week. Deadpool 3 is currently filming and the rumours are getting out of hand. Hollywood's box office a summer to forget yeah we're going to try uh, what, what that is it's a segment where I'm going to go through some of the woes of this summer which was touted as one of the biggest years in film and it has been yeah but the box office is struggling and theatres are worried so we'll get into it Um gal Gadot the lovely gal just texted me a minute ago actually she gave an update on the Wonder Woman <laughs> she texted uh, me as well <laughs> Group chat, why are we not in the group chat? <laughs> she uh, gave an update on Wonder Woman, also Red Notice. So we'll just go through what she said in her interview. I don't know if what she was doing. I think it might have been dumb actually, because she's got a new spy film out. It actually yes. looks quite good, doesn't it? It does, Everyone yeah. was really shocked that it actually looks quite good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about what she said about her huge future, if she's coming back or not. Um, Superman uh, Legacy. We've got some casting. We've spoke about them before because we got the Superman right, at least. Yeah, we did. And we'll just go a little run through of what we think of that huge casting. June Part 2... <sighs> Dropped one of the best trailers I've ever watched. We're gonna have a little chat about that, and then lastly, uh you've watched Secret Invasion, Con one, yeah. episode one and two. Watch them both, and we'll bring you a little update on that as well. So, time for the news. News,
0: news, 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 news.
1: Deadpool three. Let me just help some people out because the internet went in a bit of a frenzy. Deadline put in a report that it's nearly finished filming. Everyone lost their minds because how could it be filmed already? It's not. They retracted it and they apologized. It's not. It's going to continue filming till through probably September. Yeah. So just calm.
0: That's a uh, uh, school lever. Yeah. Uh, work experience. Yeah. Oh, heavy. I thought you
1: told me to put that in. <laughs> no, I didn't, Jeremy. Uh, anyway, um, they made a mistake. They retracted it. Apologies to everyone. Um, now, multiple insiders. Are saying this is going to be the true, inverted commas, multiverse of madness and no way home movie, but with all the Fox characters. Um, how does that make you feel as a film fan? Mm. You like Deadpool 1 and 2 as well. Yeah, you, I do. Yeah. You do. Yeah, do. Um, how are you feeling about the old multiverse, mate?
0: Bored. I'm so bored of it do I sound muffled to you
1: or does that sound right? you sound good to me yeah. let me put your other headphone in uh, say that again bored of it bored of it you sound good to yeah, me yeah brilliant
0: mate. Uh, we've done this how many films are we going to have multiverse wise
1: well I just mentioned two there we had No Way Home recently we had Multiverse of Madness we had uh, Anything Everywhere All at Once which yeah. is brilliant we had both the Spider-Verse movies um i'm missing uh, the, flash the flash we just had yeah uh that's all within about the last four or five years as well so it's yeah. quite a lot i think we're probably missing some but yeah, yeah. I-, I
0: think this film just needs to i know wh- which way it's going to go it's going to be like multiverse but jokey and all the fox characters come in be a bit witty and a bit punk oh, it's all happy days but it's just give us something
1: different i think that's fair um i i think they are going to do this they're going to do nowhere home and multiverse of madness but with more fun, like Connor said, and that's what we want from a Deadpool film, of yeah. course. But I think the attraction to this was—and tell me if you had something else—but the attraction to me was Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds, yeah, and their buddy cop type, which we're gonna get. But are they just gonna shove like all you know the Fantastic Four original yeah. Fantastic Four from Fox? Um, all the X-Men characters, uh, Ghost Rider and, and things like that. Is that what we're going
0: to get? Yeah, I think so. It's going to be like, oh, here's Chris Evans, but he's... Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what he, I mean. because
1: Ryan Reynolds and him are really close, isn't they? Yeah. He was in Free Guy.
0: So there'll be all those sorts of jokes, and it'll just be... I think it'll get boring quickly if yes. they go that
1: route. Okay. Well, look, look I, I completely agree with Connor and that. it would be interesting to know your thoughts on it, because I think everyone was really, really excited for Deadpool 3. But then the multiverse storyline keeps getting brought up, and I... And it's not Deadpool's fault, but I think people have slowly, over the last year, got quite sick of it.
0: Yeah, they're just slow to the race. I don't know
1: anyone that's not saying, (sighs) a little bit bored of multiverse. That's awesome. um, Even Deadpool creator Rob Lyfield, a great Twitter account, by the way, I recommend following him, um, teases that fans will be blown away and goes on to say, in quotes, the stuff I know will melt your face. So... Okay. Sounds crazy. Yeah. Sounds crazy. Um, we also got a report on the weekend uh, just gone that uh, Ben Affleck was seen on set of Deadpool 3.
0: Yeah, it's time um, in his hands, is he? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Poor bloke. Um, is he coming back as Matt Murdock, Daredevil?
0: Probably. Yeah, he prob- we'll probably see him and that'll be another one. God, I said
1: that with the most fed-up <laughs> face.
0: And they'll, they'll reference... They'll probably reference Batman, even though it's a whole different thing, but they'll mention something. Absolutely, completely agree. And it's just going to be, that's the tone I'm going to get. I mean, it's going to be all these stars, and it's going to be like, oh, this is another but, joke, is it?
1: I think Connor's hit the nail on the head. If you if you do it with taste, it'll be funny, yeah. but that will get boring quick. Imagine we see Matt Murdock in the first 18 minutes of the movie, and then five minutes later we see the Fantastic Four, yeah. and then we see some more X-Men, and then I will think, like you say, yeah, I'm bored of it now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I guess we'll see what we runs runs that. The movie comes out on May 4th, 2024, uh, as it was recently moved up six months from November. Last thing I'll mention, also Owen Wilson is in London, fueling the rumours that he is reprising his role as Mobius T. Mobius from Loki. Uh, okay. Which makes sense because of the TVA, you know, multiverse travel and stuff. Yeah. So um, if he's in it, that's another plus.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, but my only thing thought with that is, that's a property that I, I like at the moment. So I don't want him to get muddled with shit,
1: guys. I tried to give him some sorry good news. I don't think I've got him on this one. <laughs> he's picked up his cider and he's moving on. No, in fairness, that's a quite a good point you've raised. Mm. We're talking about Disney Plus shows a little bit later in the episode, yeah. and um, Loki is, I believe, our favourite yeah. of the lot. Um, so yeah, you don't want to you don't want to tarnish that. You know, ruin the ruin what. Know, uh, an IP that you've built inside of Marvel, Marvel, and ruin it. So I get that. Yeah, it's a fair, fair. Comment. But we'll see. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, right, just a quick one on Gal Gadot, the lovely gal. She's a lovely gal. Stop messaging her. Oh, God, she keeps with me. <laughs> um, recently, she was asked about the possible returning as Wonder Woman. She told Entertainment Tonight that, and again, I put in quote. A lot of quotes today. i yeah. been doing some research. Things are being worked behind the scenes, and once the right moment arrives, you'll know about it. Um, now, my question just to you really is, do you want to see her back as, um, as Wonder Woman? You said yes previously on this podcast. However, mm. now you've seen The Flash, and that was supposed to set up this new universe. Yeah. My question is, uh, go listen to our breakdown of, for The Flash. We'll do a full in-depth breakdown, which will probably give more weight to Connor's answer here. But... Um, do you think we need a full pull away from the flash and the dceu or is there room for momoa is there room for galgado
0: um i'm so torn
1: take your time you got your cider okay <laughs> <laughs> it's not, half gone it looks absolutely delicious So refreshing. next monday can i have one please? Yeah, two ciders okay. um, <laughs> okay, um, Gal
0: galgado for me is wonder woman yes but
1: oh jeez that's a big but
0: in the same token as Henry Cavill was Superman for me. And we'll get onto that news later. Yeah. There is room for change and there is more room in the market for other actors to come in and take that crown. So I think move away. I do think move away. Although she is my Wonder Woman and she is the perfect Wonder Woman. After seeing the Flash and seeing Wonder Woman 87. Mm. Move away.
1: Do I agree with Connor there? It's tough. It's tough. I think I do. Mm. It's, yeah, it is tough because yeah, Gal Gadot. She, let's face it; she's not the greatest actress. No, she's not. However, she nailed Wonder Woman. Yeah, we're gonna forget about Wonder Woman eighty four. Eighty four. That that's went in. That went in the trash. Yeah, that's in the bin. What she done in Wonder Woman, the first movie, and also, although it's a the film isn't quite liked by many, um, her cameo in Batman vs Superman was brilliant as well. She was a warrior again. Yeah, she was good. Um, so yeah although she was fantastic and I don't see anyone at the minute in that Wonder Woman armour other than Gal Gadot I think post seeing The Flash and mine and Connor's thoughts on it again go check out the podcast we go in um, and we we were really excited for that movie I think it shows you that that DCEU is burned to the ground yeah and needs not just because of the box office and we're going to get onto that box office not just because of the box office I just think it showed in so many ways it's still a mess yeah. and it needs a full utter reboot so I think I agree with Connor.
0: Yeah, I think there's no survivors of that. I think they've yeah, all got
1: to go. No survivors. I think that's the best way of putting it. Um, now, as we just segue into the news, uh, we've spoken about it on the podcast, not about the Lois Lane actress, though, so we're just going to go through it and, and sum up our thoughts. David Sweat and Rachel Brosnahan, I think that's how you pronounce her name, has been cast as Clark Kent and Lois Lane. Yeah. Um, like I said, we spoke about Sweat. You didn't want to show... Ollie, your partner, no, um, I didn't. A picture. Have she seen a picture yet? She probably has, yeah. <laughs> and I can't stop it. So, um, okay, just just to sum up again, are you happy? With, I mean, you don't know his work, I don't know his work, but his look,
0: he looks like
1: Superman. They
0: nail Superman every single every time.
1: We've done a tweet on this, yeah, they yeah. do. They do, even big boy Ding Kane, they, they don't get it wrong. I know Americans don't like him, <laughs> but they don't. Yeah, I agree.
0: And he said, didn't he say this is his pie-in-the-sky moment was to be cast as Superman?
1: Well played, he that, did say that. 17 you, or 18, it, uh, in nine, 2019, he yeah. also referenced, which caused a lot of Snyder fans against DC fans again. Um, he basically said that he loved Henry Cavill, mm. um, but he's looking forward to a, a more optimistic, more comic book-accurate Superman. So yeah. he, he called it Dark and grey. <laughs> which everyone went crazy and lost their shit at. It was a dark and gritty take. Yeah, it was. We were fans of the movie. Yeah, we said that on the pod as well.
0: We were looking forward to seeing a a lighter note of Superman. Yeah,
1: It's fine. I enjoyed Man of Steel. It was a good movie. Yeah, (laughs) really good movie. Great movie. But it was dark and gritty. Yeah. It's fine. That's factual, surely. (laughs) I
0: thought that's what he was going for. It is factual.
1: Connor's absolutely right. It's factual. So we're just going to move on from that. But there was a lot of arguments online, even on our Twitter as well. Um, But anyway... I don't know a lot about Rachel. Uh, this Rachel lady, but she looks like Lois Lane, and apparently she's a fantastic actress. We'll I'm it. gutted for, um, what was her name? Emma Mackey, though. Yeah. She's from that sex education product. She's in Barbie movie. She's really up and coming. Apparently she had it nailed on, so I don't know what happened there.
0: Scheduling conflict, maybe?
1: Could be. I, I, I generally don't know, but yep. apparently this Rachel yeah. put in the best, I think it was a videotape audition first, and apparently that's the best thing James Gunn's seen in his career. Oh blimey. from an from an actor so there you go yeah it
0: couldn't be scheduling you're dropping no, it with him no, wouldn't yeah you? I you think she it.
1: just I think she just threw everything at it and and it's stuck uh, so fair play to the both of them yeah. I can't wait um it's, uh Nicholas Holt as well I feel bad for him do you see you know Nicholas Holt right you I know the uh, name Nicholas uh, You know his face uh do you know the Renfield guy Oh yeah yeah, yeah. Nicholas Holt. he's in yes. X-Men and yeah, yeah. he's in loads of things he was in The Menu recently um he auditioned for Superman <laughs> Really? Do you see him as Superman? No. Nah. I don't at all.
0: I reckon that's one of those.
1: Just pop your CV and See how yeah. you get on. Because this current Sweat can do a. I reckon he can do a Clark Kent with the glasses and look a bit geeky. But yep. when he takes glasses off, he's a, he's a hunk of a man.
0: And he's about six foot five, yeah. isn't
1: he? Yeah, he's six foot four, I think. So I'm like, yeah, so huge. Yep. Whereas Nicholas Holt, tall in that. But I think him in a. I can't imagine him in a Superman outfit. No. Nah. Um, nah. But I just thought I'd mention he did um, audition for the Batman and lost out to Robert Patterson as well. So he's really not having good luck with DC heroes. Yeah, he wants to be a superhero. Really <laughs> he bad. does. He was the beast in X-Men and hopefully he gets his time again. Um, and then lastly, the Skarsgård's brother. So I'll let Connor decide on this one before we move on. Both the Skarsgårds, Alex and uh, Bill Skarsgård, yep. um, are in the shortlist for Lex Luthor. Ooh. Who would you want? So we saw Bill Skarsgård recently in John Wick. We yeah. spoke about his outfits for about four hours. On the yeah, podcast. we did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alex Skarsgård, a um, bit more of a brutish He was in the North. He's the guy from The Northman, big, yep. um, but he's a fantastic actor anyway. So, if you had to pick one for Lex Luthor, mm. who are you going for?
0: Was Bill the one in John Wick? Yes.
1: <sighs> I think I'd go for Bill Skarsgård. Going for Bill? Yeah. I've I said that on our Twitter as well. Yeah. I'd, I'd go for Bill. I he's think fantastic. they both can do it. Yeah. And I actually quite like the thought of Alex. I like a bit more of a bigger Lex Luthor, a bit more of a presence as well. Yeah. See anyone's going to be a bit more of a presence than Jesse Eisenberg uh, from <laughs> Batman and Superman. But yeah, I think both of those can do it. But I think we're decided on Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, I think for Fingers sure. Fingers crossed. I think that's coming up in the next week or so. We'll get that confirmed.
0: Can he wear the suits? <laughs> yeah,
1: we want we want businessman, yeah. Lex Luthor, Lex Corp, Step ahead of everything. We want that. And you want him to take the actual suits from John Wick. And
0: bring them over. Yeah, that's what I and want. And bring them over. Yeah, I want Suave.
1: Uh, I'll email James It Sounds like a great idea to yep. me. Um, right, it's time for Hollywood box office. Oh, yeah. So I'm just going to go through some things. I'm going to stop as we go. And uh, Connor and myself, would you, and, and to open it up to the listeners, uh, tweet us on. We're going to f- throw uh, up a little tweet about this this week. It's a worrying time for Hollywood at the minute. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's been some good returns, such as across the Spider Verse, uh, which passed six hundred million worldwide on the weekend, had a budget of hundred mil. Yeah, Guardians Three, even though that had a whopping two hundred and fifty million budget, it has grossed over eight hundred and thirty million, um, and is now about to go on to digital. So before we move on, did you think? Would you expect in? I guess is the best way of putting it. Was you expecting this year to just explode in box office revenue?
0: Yeah, and 100%. we said in January when the year was getting ahead, this is going to be the biggest year for us as a podcast as well because the films are massive. And I expected it to be
1: huge. I I, I thought we'd see groundbreaking box office numbers this year. I yeah. really did. But there's an issue somewhere and we're going to try and come up with our opinion and then we'll open it up to the listeners on our Twitter. Uh, like I said, at Weekly Cut, on TikTok and Twitter as well. Um, so we're going to start with Indiana Jones, just come out. Yep, three hundred million budget oh. over. I think it was, but three hundred million—that is blasphemy. Where's that going? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't think it that much. Funny thing about this, but I need—I need to ask uh, Craig about this, our friend uh, who's been on the podcast as well. Um, a lot of people are laughing at the movie because it's not getting. Again, not only is it the box office being hurt, reviews are really. Harsh at the minute on movies, yeah. Um, and this was another one that's getting a lot of bad reviews from critics. A lot of people are laughing at it. apparently, you know, the de aged Harrison Ford, you'll yeah, lo- you'll love this. Um, they've not done anything with his voice, so people are saying when it's de aged Harrison Ford on the big screen, it sounds like an 85 year old man, it's old, man Harrison, it's old Ford. man Harrison Ford. So, Mandalorian, Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, they modulated his voice to sound like young, yeah, Mark Hamill. They didn't do this. So, I need to. I now want to go. I'm desperate to see this movie so because weird. people are saying, like, literally, it comes on the screen. CGI looks all right in some parts, some parts is bad, but a lot of parts is good. And then he opens his mouth and you're listening to <laughs> that.
0: That's bad. It's the same company. I don't understand.
1: I don't get it, mate. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd mention that. But um, the budget, like I said, 300 million. It's uh, made 130 million opening weekend. That, I mean, wouldn't be too bad. That, that worldwide weekend opening but for a 300 mil budget yeah it's not good that's terrible yeah um what we're talking about here as well for listeners that, that might not know um you need to pretty much double your budget when you add in marketing and and costs and stuff like that you pretty much need to double your budget to hit that break even yeah so what that needs to make is say, 600 million to not lose any money for lucasfilm slash disney I don't know if it will. I don't think it will. <laughs> 130 no. on its opening weekend. You've got Mission Impossible, Barbie, Oppenheimer around the corner.
0: Yeah. It needed to hit the ground running. It did. It needed a Max um, Verstappen. <laughs> it
1: needed a awesome. Max Verstappen. It didn't do it. I might put that on the tweet. <laughs> yeah. It needed a Max Verstappen. It didn't, but that's just one example. I'm just going to run through some more. The Flash came out a couple of weeks ago, a film that carries a budget of 220 million, and that has only just crossed 245 million at the box office. So... uh it's going to make less than Black Adam. Oh, Jesus Christ. So maybe the Black Adam and the rock didn't do anything bad at all. i done quite well for yeah, the time.
0: he has been so hard well done by who
1: knows. Um, <laughs> the flash even tried to do buy one, get one, three tickets at Fandango. Oh. Connor, you're a man who's been to America a lot. Have you ever seen buy one, get one free on big blockbuster movie.
0: Never in my life. I didn't think that could be a thing.
1: That's disgraceful. I thought it was a joke until I went on Fandango. Um, only morbius had a second worser weekend drop off for a comic book movie. Uh, so again just another studio we just spoke about Lucasfilm now we're talking and Disney. Now it's Warner Brothers. Now let's move on to Disney Pixar, something you love. Yeah. Dearly. Yeah. Um Elemental just crossed 186 million in its third weekend. Um it's got good legs apparently so it's still making money but has a budget of 200 million for an animation. Again, how, why how? So that's probably not going to break even. Yeah. So that's another one and a big, big IP Pixar. That's bad. Massive. I um,
0: don't understand why these new Pixar films don't just stick to the recipe of old Pixar films because I don't think they cost that much to make.
1: No. I don't don't want
0: them to look spectacular, but Toy Story and Finding Nemo look
1: brilliant. Completely agree. So why
0: are you going over the edge? And
1: that Lightyear, I think that Lightyear had a 200 million budget which flopped as well at the box office. So why did you, like you say, why did they make the same mistake again with this? Yeah, I don't get it, um, but that's another one. Huge, huge um, loss for such a huge IP. Let's jump over to Universal. we are all having a go. What happened? Fast X is one of the most expensive films ever made, with a budget of three hundred and forty million pounds. Um, I've got a crazy fact coming at the end of this segment, which Ooh. is going to blow you away because we just watched the trailer and it's going to segue straight into June. Yeah, um, it has made over seven hundred million, and but. It needed to make about 850 million to break even, yeah. Is the report that from Deadline. So again, Universal, that's not going to break even. Fast X, um, and that's releasing on digital this week, so that's coming out of cinema. Yeah, Uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beast carries a budget of 200 million and will just uh, make over 400 billion. So that's probably just about not going to lose any money for Paramount. That is, yeah. Um, and then you could even lastly mention uh, the live-action Little Mermaid. Huge, huge Disney IP. Yeah, massive. For some reason, had a budget of two hundred and fifty million.
0: What is? Are Disney taking the money and just throwing it out the window? I don't know what they're doing.
1: That was fresh anger. <laughs> that was fresh anger. Um, but yeah, I agree. I don't know if they're just throwing money at the window and see what sticks. Um, and that's crossed uh, five hundred and twenty million in its, I think, sixth or seventh weekend. So probably ain't going to make too much more. So that's probably flirting with the break-even point as yeah. well. Now. Um, <sighs> I'm just going to mention this, and then I'm going to throw it over to you, Connor, to tell me as a movie fan, where's Hollywood going wrong? Should it be worried, etc., things like that. Yep. Uh, June one cost 165 million. June two is costing 120 million. So June one and two, some of the best CGI I've seen in recent years. Yeah, flawless. Now with also with an ensemble cast. Yep, which you cannot beat that's 165 plus 120 what's that 285 million yeah so that's less than Indiana Jones
0: that's that's mental
1: for for two massive blockbuster movies
0: would, which look spectacular yeah
1: and with massive cast so what, what is it Con I don't know I, well, I'm really confused
0: I was thinking on, I was on lunch today I had a tuna jacket potato <laughs> any cider Uh, no cider no cider cider. you saved for afters yeah and I was watch. I was just looking from my phone and I thought what is going wrong here because you texted me before I think the problem is and my problem is okay yeah the projects that are coming out are tired yeah so it's all sequels
1: not IPs do you mean there's rehashing IPs yeah
0: all sequels all remakes superhero films we've seen them before and I think like indiana jones i think another one yeah this has been going on for what 50 years whatever <laughs> it is transformers they've tried and failed so many times not failed but yeah. brought a film you no, think, you're right this is not good yeah let's try again yeah. this is not good i'll try again i'm just getting tired of it and i think a lot of cinema goers are thinking we want proper films june yeah we'll do brilliant because it's proper filmmaking yes yeah oppenheimer yeah can't wait for that yeah even barbie i'm intrigued so I think, as a a fresh project, yeah hasn't been made yet so i'm I'm sort of intrigued by it extraction again, action film knows what it is that's it
1: well that's so that's the spot that for me that's one of the i'd say there's three big issues with with um box office and Hollywood. and that's the probably one of the main ones it's about original movies mm. So if you can get an original movie right, I know I know people are saying, but original movies are bombing as well, and that are greatly reviewed. And you're absolutely right. Look at last year; you had The Northman, which was a you know a great movie, and that that bombed at the box office. There was load. There's loads of examples. But I do, Connor's right. Like we just listed all those things, and it's it's IPs that are just getting like no people are making fun of live action Disney remakes. Yeah, but they're still just going ahead with it. And same with the Flash. Like you, you announced that the is dead and you're trying to rehash more into this DC universe. Um, same with Indiana Jones. I think it's about, how many years since the, the fourth one? I think it's been about 30, I don't know, about 20 years or whatever it is. I don't yeah. know. But it, again, who's going to see that if it's not the old, older generation probably ain't going to the cinema? Well, yeah, exactly. So you ain't getting the younger people going to see Indiana Jones. Me and Connor didn't go and watch it because no. we're not big fans. <laughs> Couldn't care less. Couldn't care So that's a big issue about about original movies. We need some more original okay. movies. Um, but then I just, I just think... They put too much pressure... I sound like a mum or something. Mm. But I think the budgets. Yeah. What is going on? I yeah. think they need to get back to like 100 to 130 million budgets. Start filming proper again. And then if you then don't... If you sort of make 300 million at the box office, which isn't... is about... It's not hard to do really because even the ones that are greatly bombing are still probably making that. You've probably at least made your money back. Yeah, Exactly. Don't do 250 mil budgets. Yeah, it's, it's too
0: much. And this is going back to like proper filmmaking. I've a lot of directors nowadays who will just submit to the big studios. Yeah. yeah, I'll make this film. Give me a massive budget and I'll do it. And you've got other directors like Dennis Villeneuve. Yeah. Give me, I'll make it for as little as possible. Let yeah. me just make a fantastic film. And it's just different styles. Yeah. And I think the style of filmmaking is almost it's almost a snobbery yeah. in Hollywood. Where it's like, if it's not a superhero, or if it's not a massive IP, we don't want to know. 100%. Whereas 40, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, yep. it was, give us a filmmaker. Yep. We don't want
1: all this shit. That is, that's it that's true. It was all more about the filmmakers and more about, but now it's IPs. Yeah. That's the world we're in. Yeah. Um, so what I'd love, someone just sit down. I'd love for someone to just sit down in this room right now, so people that know the industry and go, right. And then we can me and Connor can say to them, we had Fast X 340000000 million. We've got June 1 and 2. Um, why? Why? I know. I know. Fast X ballooned in production because they lost their director, etc. So let's take sixty million off, yeah, and bring it to two hundred eighty million budget. That's the same price as um as what we just said about June one and two. So yeah. about two hundred eighty million. Why? Why is there? How are you getting two blockbuster movies that has flawless CGI and then Fast X had some wafty CGI, didn't yeah, really it? Yeah, so, exactly what's going on is it a filmmaking issue is it a studio issue because yeah. obviously one's warner brothers one's you know i don't get it it's i don't really understand on. how that happens personally. yeah
0: maybe for farce is vin diesel too much power
1: too much getting involved too much not yeah. allowing the the because dennis Villeneuve does what he wants on these june yeah movies. do you want to do you want to work on this or well, i want this much money <laughs> yeah. no
0: you're not do you want to work or not yeah, yeah.
1: it's Bit one soft. of them yeah um yeah, I mean, that that's the state of Hollywood at a minute. I think we are still reeling, not so much from COVID, but I do think people definitely, I've seen it in my, our close f- friend group and with my mum and dad and stuff like that. People definitely are not as willing to go to the cinema anymore. Yeah. Might not even be because of COVID risk. Really, so I don't think it's that anymore. I think people have just got used to what going, well, that'll come out. Like Elemental, for example, that'll come out at Disney Plus soon. I forgot it was out. Yeah. Is that that'll be bit, It will be soon. You yeah. can, you and Holly will be watching Elemental soon on oh, yeah. Disney Plus. Yep. Um, same as probably in Indiana Jones. They'll probably just release that on on uh, yep. Disney Plus. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that's a big issue. People have got comfortable in their homes, but I mean Hollywood should be worried. Yeah. I think they need to bring those budgets down, start marketing again like Tom Cruise does, marketing to why the cinema is is good and why you should be going, and maybe we can you know start turning this around because I'm worried for studios. Yeah, so am I. I really am. And
0: I think like Oppenheimer's coming out soon. I think that's going to be another misunderstood film like Tenet was.
1: I'm really worried that about
0: that. And I think I see a quote from Robert Downey Jr. saying, when you knew Christopher Nolan, he said it was a no-brainer. Yeah. He said he had to go because he wanted to do that's what it. he was doing. And that that's what you want, a director who you think, right, I want to work for that man, yeah. whatever it costs. Like Jonah Hill back in um, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Scorsese, Scorsese said, I, "I want to work for him." He took sixty thousand dollars yep. because that's what you want—hungry actors. Yeah, we're
1: just not getting it. Hundred percent agree. Um, I think we're going to be having this conversation on this podcast. I th- I think Barbie's going to swallow up Oppenheimer. Yeah, which is re- which is an absolute shame um, because again, I, th- I feel like something like a movie like Barbie, maybe because not not that it's a, a franchise or a sequel, but it's a big IP. Barbie, isn't it? it? Everyone yeah. knows it, so I think that that's going to be. People are going to go and see that more. People have just come out of Mission Impossible. They're going, oh, I don't want to go to cinema again to another week later. Yeah. I think Oppenheimer's going to get fall away at the wayside and we're going to have the same issue. The box office is another big movie that's bombed. Yeah. Bombed the bum. And poor Christopher Nolan as Yeah, because well. it's just, after, know. uh, who knows what's going on. Fingers crossed we're wrong and and July can be a good month for movies. Yeah. Three big blockbusters, three big directors um, and, uh, you know, amazing cast throughout. So fingers crossed. Uh, right now, let's move on to June Part Two. That's your trailer noise for the segment. Right, it releases November third. I said it up top, Connor. For me, that's one of the best trailers I've seen.
0: Yeah, it's it looks spectacular. I need to watch the first one immediately.
1: <laughs> that's that's the ninth time you've yeah, mentioned it on the podcast. Yeah, no, you, oh, of course you will. You got you got loads of times in November, but did that make you sort of want to get to it?
0: Yeah, I want to know what's going on. Yeah, it's... Because I'm watching this trailer thinking what the hell is going on? <laughs> Everything's
1: explained in the first one. It's brilliant. The ground is set for the world. Um, I just, first of all, I want to point out Austin Butler. How good does he look? He's fantastic. He's proper he? committed yeah. to the role. Yeah, uh, He plays... Uh, I think he's called Fade, the guy. Um... And it's setting up a huge, huge fight, which I believe will happen at the end of the movie between Paul Atreides and Fade for who rules over Arrakis. Mm. Um, yeah, just think he looks so good. And like a gladiator arena type thing? Yeah,
0: and that black and white bit. Yeah. The style looks good. It just looks horrible.
1: I reckon that's the past or something. Yeah. I reckon I when you see black and white, it's a history or something like that. But yeah, really good. Um, one thing I want to mention here, and this is no spoilers for people that because it is hard out there when you're talking about June, because it's such a popular book series that all the people that have read the books are like, hmm, I know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. We had the same thing in Harry Potter when that was going. Um, but I don't know. I've never read the books. You've not read the books? Nah. We don't know what's going on. But I'm getting the feeling, obviously you've not seen the first one from this trailer. In the first one, he's this rising young warrior and taking lead of his house. Um, and he seemed like a real hero. Yeah. But now... It's starting to all change, and I'm starting to sense that he's going to lose his way, and maybe he's going to be a not so much a villain, but do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I've got that sense. They're, they're hinting at something. Yeah,
0: and I've never seen the first one, no. and I've got that sense thinking, I was thinking, who is the hero? Because I'm not sure.
1: Like he's using these people, like calling him, he knows he's not the Messiah. Yeah. Um, and uh, quick, while well, I just say that, it just jogged my memory. June 3 is confirmed uh, this week by oh. deadline. Uh, they're adapting the book June the Messiah. Um so the f I believe the first movie is is the first two books, I believe. Yeah. And then this one and then the third one will be the the famous Messiah, which I don't know nothing about. I might read these books. But yeah, I've I'm i yeah. thinking about ordering them, yeah, I would. Yeah. Um anyway, so uh yeah, I just get that feeling that this the way he's using the Messiah, he's aware, and even Josh Brolin's character is telling him to use that. Who cares if yeah. they think you're that use that. And there's the shot, the one thing I want to mention before I move over to you for some thoughts, the shot which it looks like a grain of sand, but yeah. it's, it's him moving through the people in the white hoods. Yes, yeah. Oh, my.
0: That's why I love oh, shots like that.
1: That was fantastic. There's going to be so much like that. And bearing in mind, it's, it's, you're on Arrakis, it's a dune planet, and the way they, what, what cinematography? Yeah. Greg Frazier again. What was uh, that? from mandalorian and he's back it was one of my scraps but he's back doing the batman part two so oh, he's the best in the biz yeah uh but yeah f- some thoughts on it
0: yeah a lot of concern looks from zendaya <laughs> yes <laughs> she looks concerned yes.
1: it's like it's like she's maybe that's where i was getting it i feel like she is seeing him losing his way yeah it was so. a bit where he was screaming at people like he was the messiah yeah and she was like you've Yeah, Yeah. something's not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, just absolutely brilliant. Um, One uh, one thing I will say as well, um, the Florence Pugh, Christopher Walken, I'm trying to think of some newcomers. We mentioned Austin Butler. So the cast is growing. Josh Brolin, although he looks like he died in the first one, he's not, he's back. So there's going to be a lot to go on, but God... Why do you think Christopher
0: Walken talks like that?
1: I don't know. Is it a choice he made? You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think now he's sort of gone too far because he the first thing he says in this is Christopher Walken. You know from the way he says yeah. it. It's like pauses in between yeah. words.
1: Uh it just I mean, it's gonna be good to see, you know, how because he sees Paula Traders as such a threat. Yeah. Um so yeah, it'd be good to see him coming into it because it was all about it was Stellan Skarsgard's big fat hovering. Villain, uh, the first one, and Dave <clears throat> Batista is yeah. uh, called Rab, and he's like he's in Um but it didn't quite. I don't I, whether it didn't work out or not. That's why he's bringing in Fade Austin Butler to uh, take control instead of Dave Batista. Yeah, so yeah, all kicking off, uh, just brilliant. Once Connor's watched it, we'll get his thoughts. Oh, I'm going to watch it. Uh, right now moving on to Secret Invasion. Yeah, um, episodes one and two are out. We're not going to do a full breakdown. We just wanted to bring you up to speakers that everyone's talking about it. Um, but and, and what what a weekly cut think about it so mm. um, it holds 64% critic score and 75% audience score um, now before we mention viewing figures and Connor's going to go through it some here just to bring it sort of sense to light with Disney Plus Marvel shows at the minute what's your initial thoughts on the series
0: it's one of the best uh, Disney Plus series I've watched
1: wacky my friend
0: this is fantastic and do you know why because it feels fresh and it feels like none of the Nothing we've seen already.
1: You feel like a grown man watching it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you feel like an adult.
0: You can watch it on the train and think, "Yeah, yeah you, you feel like a big grown up."
1: I mean, there's a scene in this episode we're going to break it down with Olivia Coleman where I actually touched my phone. Uh, sorry, uh, pressed pause just to make sure I'm on Disney Plus. Yeah, um, I'm going to see. Oh, rated, mate.
0: Uh, I really like Olivia Coleman. I take back everything I said about that woman. She's fantastic.
1: I had that down. <laughs> Connor's <laughs> mentioned he's something quite about her that he doesn't quite like, but yeah. she is a damn good actress. She is brilliant. Um. Anyway, so uh, Connor's enjoying it. I completely concur. Uh, Loki is top-tier Marvel show. Mm. This is right up there. I'm probably enjoying this more than Loki in the first two episodes comparison. Yes. Whether, I mean, Loki absolutely nails the ending. So whether Secret Invasion can do that would be interesting. But this, for me, two episodes in is the best I've watched for Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to just go over that? Because it's quite sad, isn't it?
0: Yeah, so it's quite surprising as well. Um, so top of the list with a, a premier viewership sits Loki, 2.5 million. Whopping. Yeah. yeah, uh,
1: As expected, probably. Yeah.
0: Um, Moon Knight, which was quite anticipated, 1.8
1: million. I had Oscar Isaac, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough.
0: Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, 1.8 million.
1: Yeah. Again, obviously it's uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, yeah. Captain America. Moving on the
0: shield. All. Yeah. Um, one division, one point six million. Had everyone anticipated I can
1: see that. Okay. Yep.
0: Uh, a one point five million. It's Christmas. It <laughs> it's, Christmas it's Christmas. Um, She Hulk, one point five million. So same Sh- as what a
1: shit series.
0: That was sorry, sorry that if you enjoyed it. That's shit. Um, Marvel's What If, one million. Which I'm quite surprised about is that low. But I suppose it's animation. Not everyone's capital. Yeah. Um, Secret Invasion at nine hundred ninety-four thousand. And Miss Marvel um, definitely should be there at 775.
1: <laughs> that fuck, oh. Again, sorry to Ivan. Uh, uh, I can't remember the, the young lady's name. She was Because she's actually really good. Um, mm-hmm. But that show is absolute trash. Yeah. The worst villains I've ever seen. It was utter shite. Terrible. Sorry, sorry. If you Again, if you enjoy that and you enjoy She-Hulk, I do apologise. But utter shite. Yeah, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> but, right, back to the viewing. How the hell does... What if animation series get more viewers than Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson led, Amelia Clark, Olivia Coleman, Oscar winning. Yeah. How does that is something again, something's wrong?
0: Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Unless it's just a casualty of we've had too much Disney Plus shows and they've chucked so much shit out of there. They see this and think, oh, another one. Yeah. Because I was getting to that point, but I was looking forward to this. Yes. So maybe it's that or maybe not enough marketing
1: well you've got to remember that's a good point actually I haven't seen
0: it much I
1: don't I, I don't I don't recall this being as market as heavily as Loki Vision and all that yeah, actually that's, Moon a good, that's actually a good point yeah, yeah I don't I don't. and I'm on the Twitter all the time so yeah, that's actually a really good point I do think the main thing is what Connor just said though what you've got to remember Con you're not no, you're not you're not a normal yeah. sort of viewer you've got a podcast regardless of the podcast you're a fan of TV and fi- like a big fan of TV and film yeah the normal person is probably feeling a massive hang-up of Phase 4. We yeah. spoke about it in depth on this podcast, what MCU Phase 4 fouled at. So I think that's what we're seeing.
0: I think so, I think that's, yeah.
1: we're now seeing that people, I mean, how the, like I just said, I don't know how What If got more viewers, but um, and I really like that series, by the way, but it's animation that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. This is a big, big, What what's Nick Fury been doing? It's leading into the Marvels, which is an MCU movie, which comes out this year. Yeah. So yeah, um, mind blowing. If I'm honest with you, can't believe it because it's such a good series. Yeah, it's so a shame. Far.
0: It's, it's it's Marvel's own fault because it is. if you chuck shit out there, <laughs> people are going to get tired yeah. of it. If if you keep putting a bus schedule out there and don't turn up, you're going to stop turning up to the bus stop.
1: What the, that, that is out outstanding. Yeah, did you know. just think that offhand. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well played. Thanks. Maybe it's the it's the side eyes. It's got to be um, right. So, um, before we get into it as well, I just want to mention the title sequence, because I threw a little fact over to Connor today. Yeah. That title sequence, did you watch it? I did, yeah, I went back and watched it. Um, That is the first use of AI um, that Marvel have done anyway. Yeah. Caused a lot of controversy.
0: Oh, Mm. why?
1: Well, there's a lot of things going around at the minute. You know, Russo's spoke out recently about AI scripts and stuff. Did you Uh, see all that? Yeah. Um, I think Steven Spielberg spat spat on the floor when he heard about AI. Uh, (laughs) He would. (laughs) Yeah, Christopher Nolan, people like that are like, fucking get AI away from me now or I'll box you up. Um, Anyway, do you agree with the use of AI or do you think it should go to visual artists?
0: Uh, I think it should go to visual artists. Um, But I think the way Marvel have treated the visual artists – Probably didn't have it on their hand. Use AI. Didn't think (laughs) of (laughs) that. (laughs) Why am I doing that?
1: Didn't think of that. Connor's quite right. They've been uh, very, you know, publicly announced to have treated Marvel uh, FX workers very badly. Mm. Um, So maybe they didn't have anyone to do it. But anyway, uh, yeah, it was like I thought we'd mention it. I I agree. I think it should go to visual visual artists. One thing to mention: they did come out. The company and Marvel Studios to defend because there was so much backlash, yeah. and said that it was just the tool and these other names. It's in the credits as about nine people that worked on that um, sequence. So although it was used of AI, they're trying to say that you know they they still use visual artists. Yeah. I think people still didn't lost out on jobs because of it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's yeah, So they've so good money there. Um, uh, something a, a quick thing which I really liked. A uh, heavy spoilers YouTube channel, really good. He, he quite liked the opening sequence. I wasn't a fan. I thought it looked really ugly, personally.
0: It looked like a Picasso painting. Joe, is like. God, really...
1: Nice. I thought the same thing earlier. Yeah. It did look like Picasso. Yeah. The heads, like. Is it. No... You know the Scream one? Yeah. Yeah. Is that Picasso? I don't think so. It's not, is it? No. Nah. Oh, sorry. I don't, it, it I don't know if it's called Psycho. Or I think it's called Scream. The, scream, the famous yeah, I think painting. It's scream. But no, you're right. Picasso had like weird heads, bigger yeah. heads, disproportioned. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it's the word I'm looking for.
0: And did it get stuff away? Because. Like, there's Before things it. in the title screen where you think, in the episode, you think, well, that happened in that episode, and I went back. And then you see a big Nick Fury, and he's like half Nick Fury and a half scroll and I think... Oh, is this
1: foreshadowing?
0: Yeah, what's happening?
1: But, you never know. Never good know. to note down. Um, but yeah, just thought I'd mention that. Um, he, he made a good point and said, well, the whole show is about people being replaced by things, etc. So it's quite a good... Yeah. Could be a good take if they meant that. I don't think they did. Well, they're going to use that now. <laughs> yeah, of course they are. I've watched these video it makes, it. it. makes sense. It's quite, cool. it's quite a cool way of looking at it. Um, right. Now, let's get into it straight away. So, yeah. um, like I said, it's not a full breakdown, but you can give you some of the headlines on what we think of why this was so good. I thought this was better than the premiere. I oh, did, yeah. Episode. yeah. Um, Kingsley Benadier's Gravik, the villain. I love him. Where's he come from? Is he Welsh? I uh, think he's Welsh, isn't he? Or Birmingham? S- no, Scouse. Is he? I scarce. think he's Scouse, yeah. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Um, I don't actually know what he's from. He's in Barbie. Is or, he? Yeah, he's, in, he's one of the Kens. <laughs> he's brilliant. <laughs> he is fantastic. Yeah. One thing I really like about it, we're seeing the ins and outs of the villain organisation. Yeah. Usually you're just following the hero and then he'll, he'll meet the villain and have a fight. But we're like going into their like compound and listening yeah. to them talk. Do you, do you feel like you're knowing their... Not so much purpose, but their reasoning.
0: Yeah, you get a deeper understanding of what's yeah. going on, yeah. why they're doing this. Exactly yeah, their reasoning, you know what's going on.
1: I think that makes for a much better storytelling. Yeah. Um, now, we have to address the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, Gravix harvesting DNA from around the globe to create Super Scrolls. Yeah. Now, Super Scrolls featured in Fantastic Four comic, uh, comics, notable Fantastic Four um, villain. However, the way they're creating the Super Skulls is Groot's DNA, Extremis for the Guy Pearce villain in Iron Man 3, where they breathe fire like dragons, yep. Carl Obsidian from Infinity War, uh, one of the minions from uh, Thanos, and the Frost Beast uh, from the four movies, but was in Thor the Dark World. He was on, you know, he was, he was on Earth, so they've got all that DNA of those. So they've basically made the Fantastic Four powers, Yeah, pretty much. I personally now tell you, you completely disagree with me if you want. I was livid. You, you spent seventy two billion. You bought the Fox rights. You, you own Fantastic Four. That's coming in twenty twenty five now. Got delayed. Um, why would this not be a great tease for the Fantastic Four? Yeah, I don't get it. it
0: I I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. I, they're losing their way. <laughs> They are losing it because there's these ideas and everyone can see it and you think, why can you not see it? It's what the fans would have liked and wanted, but they're just not doing
1: it. There's no reason you own that IP. Yeah. I can't think of a reason why you would have someone not just say, just mention, have it on screen or something. Even if it was on screen, just, I don't know, um, for, astro- uh, for astronauts, engineers or something yeah. that were, we've got their DNA from their transformation, something little like that. Yeah. And then everyone's like, it would have been something. When I saw the, I didn't want to ever relive Guy Pearce's villain from Iron Man. 3. <laughs> yeah, I never wanted to hear the word extremis in my life again. But we yep. did. Um, like I just think it's, I just think it's a bit silly. Uh, shout out to me and Connor though, because we actually caught when the first Secret Invasion trailer came out. Me and you said that 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 graphic didn't stretch his arm. It was more like Groot's yes. uh, tree-like, and that's what it is. Yeah, we do. So shout yeah. out to me and you. I clicked it earlier. Actually, I was thinking of tweeting it. Um, so fantastic! Right, um, we also see. I liked the council bit. Yes, Christopher McDonald, Shooter McGavin. From- oh yeah.
0: John, <laughs> I was thinking, where's he from? Yeah.
1: Uh, did you like that scene? It was. Was there like a, there was like a NATO commander? Yeah. There was um, a prime minister. Yeah, UK uh, prime minister.
0: Yeah, it must have been. I think he's a Pakistani or in, I can't remember where, I think yeah. it's Pakistani Prime Minister. And I think
1: Christopher McDonald was like the head CNN, a bit like, um, I can't remember his name, Tucker Colson, the yes. one that just got sacked or whatever. Yeah. Um, he was like the, the main guy of Fox News in America and stuff. So I thought it was really cool. It was showing you how deep they are. Yeah. Really cool moment. That's,
0: that's, uh, it's interesting because I was thinking, Jesus Christ. How, and I'm thinking, how deep does this go? Yeah. How how far in are we?
1: Everyone we see now, I'm like scroll, yeah, scroll. what I'm like, um, but yeah, I, I, I like is, is that that's the moment where they basically do they just go, look, we've got a council, we're all you know deep in here, we've got so we got our you know fingers in pies, we're controlling it, yeah. But if we're going to war, we need a, a ruthless commander, yeah. And they basically just go. Did I get that right? Do they just give all power over to Gravic, basically? Yeah, we'll just
0: submit. Do what? Yeah.
1: yeah, And they all just, I really liked that. They all go in their true scroll form to basically say yes. Yeah. Uh, Brilliant. Although the
0: guy who runs NATO probably has the most power. So I don't know why he submitted.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. He could probably just get his army that he controls or whatever. (laughs) Well, I'm coming for you then. I'll beat your scrolls. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Right. Let's move on to that Olivia Coleman scene. Do you want to just describe that? Because She basically just tortures the fuck out of someone. Yeah. Oh, a scroll.
0: So the Russians have got a scroll. Yep. They're trying to get information out of him back there, like his base and whatnot. And she walks in, the most British woman you'll meet. Mary Poppins, basically. Basically, Mary Poppins.
1: R, R- rated Mary Poppins.
0: <clears throat> she basically is. And the accent is brilliant. And she's so polite and so jolly. Basically tells the Russians to fuck off. Yeah. Uh, and she takes over the interrogation. And she asks, it's just a bit wittish, like, um, the easy way out the hard way is I won't say nothing. She goes,
1: oh, hard way, brilliant. Brilliant. It's yeah. Like, but do you know what I've got vibes like? Dolores Umbridge.
0: Yes, I did. Yeah, really
1: yeah. good. And it's, she starts off with a scene, which I love, is when she walks into the room and she goes, where's the um, uh, secret exit into the room? And he goes, down there, why? And he goes, just uh, just feeling it. it might come in handy. Yeah, like, just she knows. She knows what to get, everything. Yeah. She knows, graphics on his way, et cetera. And then, yeah, she chops off his finger. No, No hesitation. No. Yep, you're a scroll. That's that out of the way, and then uh, looks like injects him with I don't know what what in just some it looks like an alien substance to me, but then um, it's sort of burning him from the inside. Yeah, um, and yeah, the way she's just talking and oh, it's just fantastic. It
0: shows you how good she is and how
1: powerful she is, yes. and how ruthless.
0: Yeah. You know what she is as the character now?
1: Absolutely brilliant. Uh, and then Gravit shows up. Yeah, and I one thing I'm loving about this series is the scroll action. Yes, they are. I didn't realise that. I knew they were stronger because we see that in Captain Marvel with Talos when he batters Nick Fury. Yeah, um, they're they're strong.
0: Man. You're not beating them, <laughs> <I don't>. you <laughs> they got to uh,
1: And him and his lieutenant just sort of tear through these people. Yeah, like throwing about shooting as well. So they're, not, they're adapting to Earth and stuff like that. It's, oh, I just think it's what a. The tone of this show is what I needed desperately.
0: Yeah, the fight and like puts one of them on the hook. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I was when I was watching that scene, I was thinking, all I was thinking, if Daredevil was like this, we're fine.
1: Yes, we're fine. Very good point, actually, yeah. because I don't know if you saw all that. Sorry to segue, uh, guys, but um, the I think it was the Netflix stunt team, basically of said that the Disney Plus show, having a bit of a pop at Disney Plus show saying, because they've not brought anyone over from the Netflix show. They're basically saying that's that's stupid because it's so loved and it's brilliant. Um, But yeah, and and I I just think that's right and I would be worried, but that's a really good point. I've never thought of that. If if they can do the action, because Daredevil should be a little bit better than a human. I know he's not. I I get the fact he's not got superhuman strength, so don't bloody come at me. Calm down. Calm down. But it should it should be a little bit more. Same with Kingpin. Yeah. Kingpin can throw a geezer further than some. We see that in the Netflix show as well. He throws uh, Daredevil through a wall at one point. Yeah. So yeah, a bit like Scroll, just not as powerful. Um, but yeah, I think like Connor said, if we're getting this level of action and tone and brutality, then there's absolutely no reason for that show to be stupid.
0: Yeah. No reason at no all. No
1: reason. So I'm going to remember this. And if we watch Daredevil... I'm coming for him.
0: I'm knocking on their door saying, come on now. But
1: again. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. Um, but yeah, that's a really, really good point because they've got the action nailed on this. Um, right. Let's end our little chat here um, talking about that. I thought it was one of the best scenes I've seen on Disney+, Plus, including Star Wars and everything. Mm. That scene between Nick Fury um, and Rhodes, Don Cheadle and Samuel Jackson, yeah, was outstanding. That's brilliant. The way they were talking, Don Cheadle, I've got to be honest, I've never really big big fan of you, mate.
0: I didn't think he had it in him. I didn't.
1: I didn't think he had it in him. Yeah. He was exceptional the way they were talking. The way he was dissing him when he goes, brother. Like yeah. it was and then uh, you know, Nick Fury leans in and goes, I'm Nick Fury. When I'm out, I'm in. Yeah. Uh even when I'm out. So yeah. Um is he a scroll, Rhodes? He's being a bit too disrespectful to my man, Nick. Yeah,
0: it's weird. See, I was thinking that. I don't think he
1: is. Too obvious? I think it's too obvious. Yeah, I agree.
0: But I do think he's got... Uh, I think there's something else at play. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I what do. I don't know about.
1: It's if maybe he's trying <laughs> to get in somewhere by yeah. going against Nick Fury. I don't know. You're right, though, because he's always been against... From, from Infinity War, he told, uh, obviously, the RIP, William Hurt, who was General Ross at the time, he told him to go... F himself yeah. screw himself. So he was against the, you know, the government. Now he's working for them and hunting Nick Fury. It doesn't make sense to me.
0: Yeah, I think he knew. He knows that his bodyguard is a scroll and it's probably a spy. Could be a good point. Got to keep face. Yeah, got to keep face. And then like, it'll get him on the blow and yeah. say sorry, <laughs> sorry, mate, sorry, brother.
1: Oh, I just I think it was at, this the scene was just breathtaking. Yeah. Seeing two actors just bounce off each other like that. Yeah. absolutely phenomenal. And seeing
0: Nick Fury as Nick Fury, and you remember what he is. Yes, and he just disarms that, breaks his arm, takes yep. his guns up. Still got Nick it. Fury, yeah,
1: uh, and I like they address the Avengers, the fact that it it'd be too risky bringing them in because if they copy one of, if a scroll manager to copy one of them, they you know and turn, turns into a terrorist that could blow. You know, the world would go crazy if I don't yeah. know Doctor Strange was seen bombing something. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, that made that was quite a good point of way of dressing it. I thought it was really good. Um, actually, I t- uh, well, lastly. Does Nick Fury? Well, Nick Fury's married.
0: Yeah, surprising.
1: Really got me caught me off guard. Does he know she's a scroll? Big question out there on, on Twitter. I think it's uh, obvious. You think he does? I think no way. Nick Fury's getting forward for that. I, he know, he's really cl- he's been close since nineteen ninety seven.
0: Yeah, I think he knows, and that's why scrolls are so close to his heart.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, uh, Craig, me and Craig were talking about. It. Craig doesn't think he knows, and I said, look, I know, I know. This whole show's been about Nick Fury's missing a step. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he's not, he's not not knowing she's a scroll. Yeah, he's not an idiot. It's because the way the way, the reason it's come up is because when he walks through the door, she changes instantly into thingy. But you just would, wouldn't you? Because, yeah, yeah he's, he's not going to start lipsing up a squirrel. Green scroll, <laughs> green scroll.
0: He knows her as, as a, a human.
1: a no, human, yeah. you've got to be human. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna lips you up, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, I don't know if Americans know what lips up means. Just kissing. Just uh, yeah. But yeah. Um. I yeah. I think he knows. I think we're going to get that confirmed in episode three. And yeah. And if if it's not me and Connor, will look like idiots. Uh. But yeah. I think just very very good. I think I'm at about an eight out of ten overall for I, this series. Yeah, I'm there as well. And really enjoyable. I really hope it. I'm really enjoying Talos and uh, Ben Mendelsohn and Samuel Jackson's relationship chemistry yeah. is fucking brilliant that train beer.
0: the train scene seemed so natural the train scene it was so good yeah it just seemed natural it when like he was laughing
1: around. at his story yeah. it was like a mate was telling a story but we know we've heard too many of Nick Fury's uh, yeah. talking about the past but he's really interrogating you because he's coming at you yeah um, so yeah brilliant brilliant series hopefully they stick it now let's move on to what is on our screens tell me what you got big boy nothing nothing yeah I've no- been Busy as. That's good, because I've got a few, but I'm going to run through them really quick. Yeah, uh, Black Mirror, I've only watched four of them. I'm a bit, bit slow on it. Yep. Um, not been a massive fan of one, two, and three. I, uh, I'm four, sorry. Four was when the, the werewolf girl... Worst one. Terrible, wasn't yeah. it? Um, Number one with uh, Joan is awful. I thought it was good, but it lost its lost its way at the end. Yep. The Lock Henry episode two. Again, really enjoyed it, but at the end, you know, she's the, the girl slips and hits her head and stuff like yeah. that. I felt... I felt Good, but I feel like it lost its way. Episode 3, Beyond the Sea, was one of the best things I've seen. Yeah, really good. That was outstanding. Uh, Josh Hartnett and Aaron Paul, bloody magnificent. And you
0: think that's something that is almost, at some point in the future, that probably will happen. Yes, 100%. have a little AI body.
1: Yeah, so you can go and do years up in space, but your replica, you just channel into them, and you can be with with your wife. That's Black Mirror. Black Mirror, all over. And then it ends with, he kicks the chair out, sit down. Yeah. And it's like, ends. we don't need to know. Yeah, you could have your own thoughts on what would yeah. happen after that. Does he kill him, etc. Brilliant. I can uh, hope so. The Witcher, <laughs> the Witcher Season 3, Volume 1, finished a lot. Oh. Uh, very flat. Uh, it's not good. Sorry. Uh, maybe it's because Henry Cavill's leaving and and it's hard to get on board and no one's looking forward to Liam, Liam Hemsworth take over. I don't know. But the uh, Part 2 comes out soon on Netflix. Hopefully that picks it up. But... Yeah, just it's some really good action sequences. We put one on the Twitter at Weekly Cup. Brilliant from Henry Cavill, like some winners, some one takes. Yeah, really good with the sword and that. Mm-hmm. But that's about it.
0: Netflix love a one take. They, they do love a one take
1: yeah. extraction, fantastic. Uh, and then lastly, Superman and Lois. What a fantastic series! I don't know out. It's so good. Yeah, uh, they just done Doomsday. Um, so, and bear in mind for CW. I mean, it looks a bit in some places, um, but it looks really good for CGI. Yeah, really good fight. Um, the cancer situation, the Lex Luthor is in it now. So, so Michael Cutlets from people would know he played Abraham in Walking Dead. So good. Yeah. He's such a good Lex Luthor. Brilliant. Um, and yeah, just they they done one of the scenes to end on and it ends on a bit of a cliffhanger. We're getting season four is confirmed. But yeah, Doomsday's got him by the neck, passed out, about to kill him and then it does the whole thing where it flashes through season one, two and three with his family. Yeah. And when when a show's written good, and you li- like the characters, and they're well-arced. Things like that, like Stranger Things with, remember the Dear Billy episode? Yes. Like, and he flashes through. So he flashes through, playing with his kids, taking her through cancer, she's going through cancer, and then he sort of just clenches his fists and, like, suit the suit. It's just brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. I might carry on. Oh, you should. Yeah, it's just it's just a really, really on. good show. Uh, that's me for Screens. Time for Scraps. Bunch OF SCRAPS! I've got a dirty one little scrap.
0: Yeah, I've only got one, but it's only a brief Shoot. scrap, no details. No details, just scrap. I saw it just before I come on. So um, Harry the Harry Potter stunt double. You might know already. Yeah, no, from I don't From films know. one to six. Um, he was paralysed due to an accident in a sick film.
1: Bloody hell. Yeah, Harry. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Bloody oh hell, Harry Oh, my God. And yeah. I think I have read this, actually.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it was. Didn't read into it, but I
1: thought, poor lad. I'm going to Google it after. I, yeah, I did. It's quite an in-depth story on that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Cool, he went from... Living the living the vida loca too. Yeah. Poor sod. I yeah. well, So he's, he's in. I assume he's now just in a wheelchair. Yeah, I think
0: I don't know how far down he is, but yeah, I don't think he can walk oh, anymore.
1: Christ, poor bloke. Sorry, mate. Um, well, speaking of disaster, just not not the same yes. kind of disaster. <laughs> um, but uh, there's the SDCC. What is oh, the yeah. point? Have you seen it all? Everyone's dropped out, eh? uh, So no Disney, no Marvel, no DC Studios confirmed today. Oh. Uh, no Star Wars, no HBO, no Sony, no Universal, and no Netflix.
0: If you had a ticket, I'd want a
1: refund. <laughs> Fuming, mate. Yeah. yeah. Fuming. Uh, that's it. That's for the show. Yeah. Uh, next week, uh, we I think we need to do a Mission Impossible ranking. Yep. Uh, we're about to hit for Dead Reckoning Part 1. It's a lot of them starting to see a lot of people gearing up their YouTube channels for their Mission Impossible rankings. Um, And we're going to get into it. Uh, We'll bring you all the latest news. There's some trailers on the way. So join us again. And as I say, at Weekly Cut, go follow us and join the conversation. Thanks for listening, guys.
0: And thanks for having us in your ears.